All right, I think this will be fun. I'm I'm both I'm both optimistic about this this uh, round of predictions. I didn't actually go through any of the points uh, deliberately, yeah. but I I do have a feeling that I might might have won, or at least at least it's pretty all right. Especially with the challenge, I think I I got some extra points. Um, but I also think this was an interesting event. Uh, it was a pretty fun, well made event, I think. Yeah, I enjoyed. We, we learned it. a lot about five G. Did you know that new iPhone comes with five G from Verizon? 5g 5g no way yeah 5g it's it's it's, it's wait how, yeah. how many g's i think it's five what 5g <laughs> um i was hoping for six but maybe next <laughs> um no but i i mean i mean there were there were kind of those segments which we were uh, spared for the last few presentations but apparently apple found a way of having it uh, pre-produced and getting CEOs on, on stage. Mm. Um, that I, seemed like there was an agreement in place before COVID that the CEO of Verizon will appear on stage and that's something they didn't want to budge on. Like, <laughs> it's just so uncharacteristic for their events up until this point this year. And there's been so many opportunities where it, there's other people that would be better to bring on stage. Mm. Like, bring on developers and stuff when you're showing off games and apps and whatever. But no, um, <laughs> I guess if if you use the person as like a way of presenting information about your product, that might be different than a demo because he didn't demo 5G. He talked about the concept of 5G. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I, I'm just thinking weird. like he I was honestly, sort of, I, I honestly didn't mind that part. I mean, that's just you. I, it's weird because it's like super US centric, right? Because mm-hmm. us sitting here in Canada, you sitting there in Australia, like I, mean, I don't care about Verizon or what they're doing. Mm. Um, so it wasn't. It, it's it kind of triggered a part of my brain that usually happens during Apple keynotes when it's something that's super relevant to me. It's like I, I was focusing yeah. on other things. Yeah, I, like I, I think we had a, a small like. Um, online watch party where we just watch together with other people and i don't really feel like this segment was very long just because we started talking at that point mm. uh, but maybe the, it was more um, longer and uh, more dragged out than i the, the remember part it was just weird i think that was what it was it was odd and then that segment didn't end when that guy got off stage because verizon were mentioned throughout the rest of the presentation and I think I would have been more okay with it if it was just 5G that was mentioned, but it was Verizon 5G in many instances, and that was weird. It just bled throughout. I don't the whole know. I, I really didn't care about that. What the, oh, it was the odd. one thing that it was I odd. found odd was that they uh, presented the price at 6.99, but it's only 6.99 with the 30 dollar discount on T-Mobile and Verizon, <sighs> and if you buy odd. it outright, it's actually uh, 7.29. I found that that is a bit slimy like it's a very like i don't know used car salesperson uh approach to to kind of present a price that's not actually relevant if you buy it from the company that announced the product it's it's kind of weird but outside of those kind of things uh i'm we finally have a smaller phone again so that's that's super exciting yeah like overall i don't think like i think the event was really exciting Mm. yeah i don't think it was as uh, uh yeah sorry and it's it's a it's a I ruined cool, your segue. I'm sorry. No, no. It's I think it's a cool lineup for iPhones now. Where I mean, if we ignore some of the kind of edges of like reselling, like still selling the old phones. You mean the if, flat edges? Clever. Um, <laughs> uh, if we're just looking at the current lineup of the new phones they announced, 
it's it's a really strong lineup and probably one of the strongest new lineups that Apple's had in a long time because all phones are are good like every single one is unequivocally very good i mean who knows what we see when we actually get our hands on them but just from from what's been announced and what what we've seen so far it, it seems like an incredibly solid lineup having like the 12 series for most people in in small and and large mm. uh, it's it's pretty good and then pro if you have very specific requirements like you want the lidar or you're really into specific parts of photography or yep. videography yeah and i think that's it's it's, it's super solid lineup right and then also mm allows a lot of lot more people to comfortably pick the non-pro phones this year i think because realistically if you don't care about lidar or or the um videography part the 12 and 12 mini are amazing phones and they're a lot cheaper than than the pro phones so i do think we're actually in a mm-hmm. really really solid lineup for for iphone 12s hmm. before we get too much into the things that were announced i just want to Mention that Adam joins us this time again, just in case we, we didn't capture that so far. Um, so Adam is here joining us. Uh, we're excited to have you back. And we're going to talk a bit about our draft and we're going to reveal the super exciting results that no one has, uh, rec- like, no, no one should have looked at this before we recorded. It's going to be, uh, we're going to leave everyone in suspense. It's going to be exciting. Uh, but I think we will do something different. I think this time we will go through the event, and then sort of touch on the things that we picked throughout the event, uh, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that we don't have to first sure. do the draft and then try to do the summary of the event, because that always ends up being a bit messy. Uh, so we'll see. This is probably going to be worse, but let's see. Yeah. So uh, we're checking things off as we go. So that means now of the kind of our intro part, we already have the entire first round checked off, which was that I predicted... Um, the smaller iPhone than 11 Pro, which we did get. Um, Marlin picked the flat-sided iPhone, which we did get. And Zach picked the lighter on at least one of the iPhones, which he also got. And Adam picked Zach's pick, which means he also got points for that. So it's a perfect first round for <laughs> 6.7 cool. points uh, all around. Well done, everyone. Um yeah, right. <laughs> Turns out if if everything leaks before, it makes it a lot easier to predict. <laughs> I know, I know. This was uh, I think we managed to make it exciting because we had so few picks that it made it like very neat and hard to decide what to pick. But I was thinking, I think we were talking a bit about it afterwards that it would be good if we maybe next time have a limit on how many like phone related things we can pick just to make this even harder. <laughs> nah, too many rules. Let's keep it out. Too many rules. It's only too many rules. There are only four rules. I can't keep up anymore. <laughs> that's, that's the point of it. <laughs> um, yeah. So with that, um, Adam also got six point seven points. Mm. So I think we're all no. Uh, Zach is currently in the lead. No, I'm okay. You update the points as we go. Uh, I'm in the lead. We don't have to do a live scoring for no. this. I, I think we just kind of mention the points as as they come up. Okay. Um, yeah, but. Any one of you, did any one of you order an iPhone or is particularly excited about a new iPhone or is considering to order one? Because for the mini and the kind of the edges of the lineup, the the very smallest and the very largest phones, they will not be available for order until November. Um, Which, by the way, another 5.4 points for Kai. Um, (laughs) Which is kind of... It kind of makes sense uh, in a way because I think the different size probably is 
good to get a bit later because that means developer have time have mm. time to actually update for for the new screen sizes if they need to and certain third party UI frameworks probably also need to do some work to to make them work <laughs> on on those phones. Yeah. Um yeah. you're talking about all those um react native apps sure i mean i'm sure <laughs> apple didn't didn't do that to make the react native transition easier but um if you have to pick based on kind of constraints production constraints uh some phones to to prioritize it kind of makes sense to go with the kind of middle the standard sizes right the 12 is definitely mm -hmm. a standard iPhone 12 and the 12 Pro is the standard iPhone 12 Pro. It is technically different though, right? Because the existing 6.1 inch phones were 2x and yeah. this is 3. But it would scale nicely. Yeah. I see your point. Yeah. yeah. Um, so have either of you had uh, problems with your existing apps? Do you have like a lot of changes you have to do to support those different sizes? I ask a question about getting phones. <sighs> what is this? Turned into chaos already. Just queuing up the questions. Here. I haven't even tried it, Malin, to an answer your question. Uh, I think there's a certain uh, threshold of sizes that we've had to support up to this point mm -hmm. uh, and all these new sizes. And I'm talking about the actual like, you know, logical point sizes that mm -hmm. developers care about. They, they they're all different, but they're still within the same, yeah. Yeah. you know, rough boundaries that we had to deal mm -hmm. with. Like no nothing is actually technically smaller or than what we had to deal with previously. Um, yeah. And so... I have not tested it. I obviously at some point will, but uh, <laughs> I just I just assume it's going to work. You know, mm. we got our mm. we got our auto layout mm. game going. Awesome. Exactly. Like if you're using auto layout, like this is not the smallest phone that we've ever had. Uh, granted, it is the biggest, but generally there's fewer problems when phones go bigger. It's mm. it's often when they go smaller that people run into issues. So if you were supporting the SE, the mm -hmm. smaller one, the first generation. Um, which you should still be if you're shipping apps to the store, then you should not have a problem. Yeah. What yeah. is this auto layout thing? Uh, our Swift UI app worked beautifully on this bit, uh, small I'd feel and less with my Swift UI stuff, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it actually worked really well. Yeah, there. No, that's good. I didn't that's actually really run it yeah. on the big one because I was mostly wondering how, because at that point I didn't know what the exact dimensions and pixel pixel size of the the smaller phone was. Um, yeah. So I only tried small one. I assume the Max will be fine too, but yeah, it definitely works on a mini. Yeah. But also, if you uh, if you have that big phone, I don't know if I want you as a customer. <laughs> a monster? No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. That phone is too big, though. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It is. Certain. Oh, someone's gonna take that out of context, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, it is a narrow line between an iPhone 12 Pro Max and an iPad Air Mini. Uh, <laughs> I feel yeah. like those just kind of start to blend at some point. Um, but I, I agree. I'm I'm super excited about the Mini, the Pro Max. I, I mean, even people I've heard since that are generally in favor of large phones are, are a bit worried about how far this is pushing. But I guess you're not, at that point, you're not... You, you, what are you worried about, right? If you already had a, an existing Pro Max, like an 11 Pro Max, mm. will the few extra millimeters really matter? Probably not. I think at that point, you've already expressed that you probably don't care about portability and, and mm -hmm. ease of fitting in a pocket and things like yeah. that. You're already at that upper upper limit. Yeah. So you what's an extra millimeter an, or two in each direction? Yeah, it's like, it, as long as it still fits in a 
pocket or a backpack. It seems to be yeah, fine. Like for, whatever for you used to have it before. Yeah. It's, gonna, it's still it's gonna, not going to change the carrying yeah. mechanism yeah. from your existing Pro And Max if so, mode. you can always get a mini. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, the sensible choice, yes. <laughs> Kai, Kai, did you just use a backpack as the, the threshold for like uh, <laughs> the, the, the minimum size, something that should fit, fit a phone? Well, <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking Pro Max here. As long so. as it fits in your backpack, it's not that big. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I consider all but a mini phone too big. So, uh, But I, I also know, like, I don't know if you're if you have... Women jeans, I think fitting any phone larger than a mini in there is is almost impossible. Hmm. So you need to have some kind of secondary carrying device. Um, but that's the thing. Like a lot of women I don't don't carry phones in their pockets because they just don't fit regardless of yeah. the size. So at mm-hmm. that point, the size doesn't actually matter. Like if you have to put it in a mech- like in a carrying thing that isn't your pocket, mm. you can go big yeah. because generally like mm. a little clutch bag will fit that and the, the threshold of your backpack, <laughs> the backpack yep. is once you get iPhone, the iphone 13 pro max uh, might not even fit into a backpack anymore then we're getting into trouble but i think if you if you had an existing pro max phone you'll be probably fine with the new pro max phone um has anyone announced any uh, backpacks with uh, the new magsafe <laughs> built into it <laughs> that's actually not a terrible idea like a traveling yeah, backpack yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. We should get onto this. Do you do you need? Um, is it like a uh, MFI type thing, or can anyone make cases? I don't. I don't even know. No one knows. I don't know. You I'm mean assuming the MagSafe yeah. thing. Yeah, I don't know. My guess is that MagSafe is. I don't know. I mean, it, you could still have a standard Qi charger that happens to also use magnets mm-hmm. that, that that are arranged in a way that clips onto the phone. Mm. Apple can't really stop someone from doing that, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if depending on how devious they are, if they're like, ooh, if we detect magnets, um, we just turn off the charging unless it has the special Apple yeah. NFC chip in it as well or something. I mean, it could, but probably. I don't think that's worth but it. The, but the new chargers, they, they do, uh, what, higher wattage yeah, 50 than, watt, than so regular. Yeah, so yeah, maybe you need special do any of these accessories interest any of you <sighs> i i have a gripe within bringing back the name magsafe <laughs> oh, why is that <laughs> it is it is super pity wait so uh, you're happy about it or no you're against I, I i i i don't know uh, magsafe i love magsafe on a mac and it made a lot of sense right because it kept your mac safe by being a magnetic attached cord to your mac thanks um just just some background here for for phone it doesn't make any sense if anything makes my phone less safe because i now have this puck that that sticks to my phone and if if i'm used to cheat chargers to just pick up my phone and walk away now with the magsafe i actually have something that's despite magnetically but still attached to my phone so i actually have to make sure i pick up my phone take off the charger put it down and then walk away just start walking it would fall off. So it still it, works. It, the d- mechanism is still the same. It, yeah, but it's it's making it less safe because you now carry a wire with you if you don't think of it. So just, I, I think the name, I, I like the name, but it feels like a weird choice for this particular product. Again, no one cares and no one should. But <laughs> I, I, when I saw that MagSafe, I was like, that is a strange... How many people buying this phone are going to know what the OG MagSafe was, though? Yeah. I mean, maybe some, but it doesn't matter. But my point is just, mm. it doesn't. what does it make safer? Like, wh- what is the safe component here? 
you know. Nice. It's just reusing a good name. It's yeah, it's a good yeah. name, but it was a good name for a different product. Yeah. It's like yeah, saying, no, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. let's call our new uh, let's call the new iMac iPhone because people love the iPhone. Yeah, yeah. No, I see. It's it's a good point. It's like it, the magnet is there, but it could have mag something else. They could have just called it mag power or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. It, it really, really, really doesn't matter. It sh- to me it was just a weird choice because it doesn't make anything safer. It's just a puck that. Would would you uh, any of you be interested? Like, if you get one of those new phones and you apparently do not want to answer that question from yeah, earlier. let's start. Let's start. Let's start with that. Who is getting a new phone? Adam, are you getting a new? I am probably not going to get a new phone. No. Uh, I I don't know. No, I I went, uh, I spent a lot of time debating amongst three different models, the the mini, the regular 12 and the pro 12 (laughs) and lots of reasons for all of them. And then I just kind of became maybe a little paralyzed with choice. And then I even started doing the math and realized that, you know, am I really, I I happen to have an iPhone 11 right now. So I already have last year's model and it just kind of felt like, eh, I'm just feels like maybe this is the first year it would feel like I'm spending money to basically replace something I have with something that is virtually identical in 99% of the ways. And I'm not sure if, I mean, but I'm a tech nerd. So I like I like doing that anyways. I do that with all sorts of gadgets. I don't know. Last year when I bought my iPhone 11, I even told myself, maybe I'm going to start buying phones every year again, instead of every two years. Like mm-hmm. I, I sort of did that with the intention. And uh, I don't know, it's not too late, but I definitely decided not to worry about it or f- feel like I need to get on the uh, day one purchase train, you mm-hmm. know? Okay. How about you, Zach? <sighs> <laughs> Look. I don't think this would be such a hard question. I felt like both of you were excited about this. And but it is. The, it, I, I think it is a hard question because the the only real new phones are on the edges, right? If, you're, if, you, if you've been waiting for a mini, this is a great time. Yeah. If yeah. you wanted something that's even bigger, it's a great time. Or also, if you've not upgraded last year, it's a it's great a time. It's a great time, I mean, but it's not a great upgrade from an 11 Pro. To, to the me. mini, you mean? Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Size-wise, it's great. But mm-hmm. the, everything else about the phone is just a sideways step, really. Like, I, I'm not getting into the nitty-gritty of, like, okay, the CPU is slightly faster and the camera, the wide camera is slightly better. But mm. really, it's a sideways step. And the only the only leap forward is the size. And I mean, also I'm trying the, to weigh the up, sign, is that right? size difference worth, you know, twelve hundred dollars? Um, it isn't. But <laughs> I've also spent the last six years complaining nonstop. Mm-hmm. So I think I just have to buy this thing. And mm-hmm. I still have like two and a half weeks to decide, or almost mm-hmm. three weeks to decide. Mm-hmm. Um but like I'll probably end up getting it, but I'm fully acknowledging that it's not necessary. It's at a time when I don't, my phone doesn't leave the house as much as it used to. So the mm-hmm. size is less of a concern. I'm not worried about dropping my massive phone here because I have carpet. So it's not a concern. But when leaving, if I was leaving the house regularly, I'd probably be like, yeah, sure, this is, this is great. Um, I am super excited about the size, of, the thought of a smaller phone. Mm-hmm. I was doing some dev work. I've got an iPod Touch that I use for dev work and I was using it yesterday again, as I do most weeks. And, Every time I pick up my phone after using that, even for five minutes, my phone feels like a brick and I hate it. And the <laughs> keyboard is more difficult to use and everything about it just sucks. And I that when I did that yesterday, I was like, this is probably the only motivation I need to buy this nice new mini phone. Oh, maybe um, you so should. Let's, so like, long way to say I'm going to do it reluctantly and I'm going to regret it and I'm going to think it was a stupid spend of money. But I'm going to get I this thing. I'm going to love everything so. about it. I, I think you're, you're unnecessarily negative towards that phone because I do not think it's that much of a sidestep i do think 
and I've been going through the same process of like, eh, I don't need a phone this year. And then now, of course, talk myself into one. Um, because as I said, the A14, better new image processing stuff. So photos will be better. The camera, the lenses actually got an update on the phone. So that will be nicer, especially like the, the 1.6, 1.8, whatever, the f-stop improvements. Uh, more light is always better um, with the image processing on top of that. Um, the, uh, the design is, I think, unequivocally a better design, even if it would be the same size. I do, I always like the flat, That's true. flat yeah. edges. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, the yeah. iPhone 4 was announced, I think, 10 years or released 10 years ago yesterday yeah, or something. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and since then, or I mean, we had, we had them with five, but since we moved away from them, I was, I was waiting for the day we're getting back to flat edges on the phone because I just felt that was extremely, more comfortable to hold and less weird of like slipping like i've not dropped my phone but i felt like i had way more near misses than i've had for the seven years prior um it's it makes the phone seem slightly slimmer than it is because you're you're a lot closer to to holding the actual core of device i do think it looks more pleasant like i think it's a nicer device to look at um the the uh whatever the ceramic shield is we apple only talked about the four times droppers i know i would love to hear the scratches it's yeah, like, no one cares about this anymore see, see, don't get me wrong that's exciting and everything but i have apple care on this 11 pro for another year so i actually don't care if i drop the thing um yep. <laughs> but drop for me is also not that important scratch yep. is what what got worse yeah, okay. for that's me the, because that's apple- the thing i don't just drop things i'm continuing to hold my phone and like for me the biggest <laughs> thing is like i don't want to have to like be worried putting my phone on a table like mm-hmm. or upside down mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. the scratches is the biggest thing because like that's something that could happen every day a drop is something that happens once every 10 years yeah and um wow. apple apple you're, you're good with handling your phone yeah, <laughs> yeah no no, no uh, yeah i and dropped my phone this year i think it's the first time i can ever remember dropping it yeah um and i dropped a iphone 6 and it wasn't actually a drop it slid out of my pants pocket um <laughs> and i made i had that happen at um at, yeah at, on straight onto concrete one mm. day with yeah. my iphone 6 mm. and at, uh, it's the only time i've cracked a screen yeah mm. my, mine I was actually i was, was sitting fine. on the floor so it was like the smallest oh. possible drop possible like, <gasps> nothing happened so it was fine um but i made uh, the appropriate pants adjustments uh, for that not to happen again but yeah not dropping my phones <laughs> um <laughs> I could just picture you walking around in massive cargo pants <laughs> <laughs> no it's not, it's not even that big like, it's just jeans right it's, yeah it's fine anyway okay. um <laughs> i don't know how we get into this um but yeah the the scratch resistance is is for me the problem because apple has t- to make a trade-off do we make the glass softer and therefore more more likely to scratch but more shadow resistant or do we make it harder but more brittle and more likely to crack when you when you drop it and so far over the last few years because apparently people can't hold on to their stupid phones apple decided hey let's let's make it more uh, shadow resistant and therefore softer and therefore more scratch resistant mm-hmm. and i'm but super picky time. with those kind of things and as soon as my phone has a, has the smallest scratch i i will not be able to not see that scratch anymore so I, I'm very much hoping that the ceramic shield doesn't just improve drop performance, but also drop, I guess, uh, resistance or shadow resistance, but also um, does something for scratches because that would that would you be. would be horrified by the state of my 11 Pro then because yeah, it course. is the most scratchy scratch phone that <laughs> I have ever had. Um, I think maybe the iPhone 4 came close, but 
I don't think it was as bad as this. Like the iPhone 4 actually went through some things. This phone hasn't gone through anything and it has scratches. Yeah. I don't know how. Um, yeah. the, the tiniest little thing seems to scratch this yeah. phone. So I would welcome a newer phone yeah. for that reason. Um, yeah. So we I mean, also have to knock a bit off the resale price because <laughs> of all those scratches. But anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, and, and I mean, the size, if we're, even if we're looking at all the things that actually got better, like just from a year over year improvement, overall, year over year improvements are never that crazy that you're like, I have to upgrade this year. Right. So, and I think it's kind of in line with that. I think this is, if anything, a slightly bigger improvement than average just because we got a new industrial design for the, f- you're welcome, Adam. Uh, and new industrial design for the first time in in a like reasonable, also long known time. as design. <laughs> the case looks different, um, and will feel different. And I think that is for something that you mostly, while using touch, you know, there can be a bigger change than than something. Man, maybe I need to get one now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, I have a question for Zach uh, about your phone purchase. What color? Um, This is extremely uncharacteristic, but I think I'm going to go green. Oh, it's a very nice green. Yeah, I've I've always, always had black phones and uh, I I wear like the most basic clothes, like black and white all the time. (laughs) But I really like... I don't know. I want something different this year. I'm feeling yeah. like this is the this is the small fun phone. Like, you know, I've always had the the nice like shiny brushed steel phones, and you know that they're, they're fancy and they're they're worth two thousand dollars, and you know it kind of suited more to like the space gray serious. I'm here to get worked on, but this phone is like. It's small and it's fun and I think it should be bright and colorful and we're going into summer and so I'm like, I, I want green. You can't I'm not get- going to use a case. Like, give me something that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe I'll be sitting here in, in three weeks time going, I ordered the black again. But <laughs> sitting here right now, whenever I go to the order page, I am selecting green and I'm thinking, that is one good looking thing. <laughs> I think you'll be happy. As someone who used to always get the, the black ones, but my iPhone 11, I went uh, product red. Uh, it is it is okay to have a, a fun phone. It doesn't have to mm-hmm. be uh, yeah. serious. I think you'll like it. I'm a little surprised you went with the green just because the green seems it's one of the lighter colors, which I f- yep. thought would appeal to people that are used to the white phones. And you're going straight yeah. from uh, space gray to the green, but it's a great color. So you yeah, know, see, I think you'll be happy. I, I, I don't like white phones. I just generally never, never even entertained the idea. Um, I remember when the... I think the 6S had a particular um a, a particular shade of like rose gold that I was like that's kind of cool mm-hmm. and they took it away from the 7 <laughs> which was when I was due to upgrade like they changed the mm. tint slightly of the rose gold and I was like cuz I had a friend with the rose gold 6S and I was like that's kind of cool I could go for something funky I was a bit in like that similar mood of like let's go for something different 7 came and it was a different shade and I was like no nah, let's go black um you're right like product red would be nice but one of the things like I- I'm aware that like Red is a very intense color, <laughs> and I, I know that with my watch band, like, I generally don't wear the red for days at a time. Um, mm. I'll wear it, like, one, one. I don't know, it's just, I, try, I try to keep things not very red. Um, <laughs> my, like, my, my sport teams are all red, and I don't know, it's kind of, it's, it's just intense. Um, so, I, I try to stay clear of, like, a red phone that I'd be looking at all the time. Like, I have a red case for my 11 Pro, which I use when I'm in a situation I need a case, and I love it, and it's great for a few hours at a time, um, but I don't really want a red phone. The blue, the blue's kind of nice, but... I didn't know this would be such a philosophical all question. Right. Uh, Zach, Zach mentioned blue phone. Green. That's uh, 6.1 point 
points for Marlin. Yes. Awesome. Um, speaking of me, smart, smart. Um, I am still. Uh, I'm also still thinking about getting a phone. Uh, like it is intriguing, uh, but I I don't feel like I. I feel like this is a good year to skip, just because I have quite a nice phone. I'm not going out much. I would like to just maybe maybe try to move over to like a two year. I don't know. Maybe, maybe this year I just skip it. Um, but at the same time, it is, um, the thing that I'm thinking about is that I feel like this will be the year where the smaller phone is the least different from the other phones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm thinking if you get something like 120 hertz uh, refresh rate later on, that might not come to a smaller phone. So next year, the decision to make, go with a smaller phone is actually going to be going with a lesser phone to, to a bigger extent. Uh, I'm also a bit concerned that it will be like the SE again, like the smaller SE, when that was released only every second year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't want to miss out. Um, I, I don't so. think it will be an uh, every other year phone, but I do agree that this is probably the smallest delta between mm-hmm. the pro and non-pro phones because it sounds like just based on rumor mill and stuff that there were certain things that Apple couldn't ship uh, for the 12, that they, 12 Pro that they wanted to, but yeah. also certain things like the, the LiDAR. I, I don't think... Apple didn't show like a killer app, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So this will be a third-party developer might do interesting things with it. But that will realistically, uh, for most of the kind of larger things, they will most likely not happen in the next few months. That you might already be on a new phone by the time that anything you're like, yeah, whoa, now LiDAR kind of makes sense, will ship. So maybe next year you're like, ah, there, there's a few cool LiDAR things that I really want to have. That this year you just won't have. Yeah, so it's yeah. a it's a really good time to yeah. go with the one without lighter yeah. because realistically most of the value from lighter will not come until yeah. you upgrade again. So I think like those few reasons are the ones that make me think, okay, maybe I should get one if I ever want to get a mini. That's this year, but uh, I don't know. Like I have another month to decide. This- uh, I think you're right about all the high-end features staying on the other phones, but I get the vibe that this phone, this sized phone, is going to stay as a flagship, like in the lineup kind of thing because if you think about when the smaller se was released and actually even the other smaller se that was released earlier this year they were released out of the main cycle out Mm -hmm. of the cycle with the flagship phone so to speak and so i i would assume that now this being positioned as like the the september or the october phone um in our lineup with our four flagships it's probably a size or a similar size is going to stick around um and and be updated yearly Mm. Uh, and and anecdotally judging by the amount of people who seem to have been holding out for a phone of this size mm-hmm. i think this is going to be a really popular phone i and really hope so i could be mm-hmm. totally wrong and yeah. that my little bubble is very different to uh, perceptions of like larger society mm-hmm. but uh just based on people i know seem this seems to be a very popular phone mm-hmm. so it's going to yeah. be interesting to see mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah and that's the size it's just it makes so yeah. much sense to have a phone where that you hold in your hand and you can reach every part of the screen with one hand to me that just seems I mean, like a very obvious choice. I, 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 I would still not be able to do guy. that I, it's still gonna be too big for that I think, I think you might be you you have a decent <laughs> decent length thumb um and thank you, thank with... you. that's the nicest thing I <laughs> what do you guys think about the name the mini uh moniker Look, I was so excited that there is a smaller phone that I didn't care it's I it's still it's a big th- phone for for being called mini, but yeah. considering that the lineup is very much it makes sense in in the sense of the lineup right yeah. you have the mini being the, the smallest one and no one will con- you know if they would have a different phone that's small i mean the se is is the se smaller or larger now i forgot the new it's se is larger, larger. Yeah. yeah so that makes sense right mini is the smallest one hmm. 
And then the, yeah. the one without any any uh, suffix, they're the kind of standard ones. Mm. And then you it's have the, the max, which is right. the largest one. So I feel like yeah. mini to max kind of makes sense. Mm. Uh, and Th- That confusing naming scheme, which I believe we spoke about last year, kind of makes a bit more sense now that there's not just a max mm-hmm. in the line. Mm-hmm. There's also mm-hmm. a mini and you need to differentiate them somehow. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's kind of like the, the Mac mini... Many spelled the same way, same capitalization, right? Lowercase m. Mm. Uh, makes sense. All all of Apple's kind of smaller products were called Mini uh, mm. recently. So I, I do I th- I do think it's fine. It's still like five point seven, right? eight inch phone, five point four mm. inch. I thought it was five point four. Yeah, five point four. Um, yeah. it's still not a yes. tiny phone, right? But in 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 Apple's sense of their lineup, I think I, I think it's fine. Mm. No, uh, quite amused that we've gone through this segment and nobody said, "Oh, I'm so excited for 5G. 5G. I want this phone because of 5G." <laughs> I thought that was um, just obvious. Like that, that's well, that's the I, main thing. <laughs> and I'm the person in, in this discussion who actually is on Verizon <laughs> and should care about Verizon 5G the most, and I don't care at all. In, in fact, I don't even know. If my Verizon plan, whether I get 5G for free or whether I have to pay more, but I, I can tell you this, mm. if it's more than like $2 a month extra, I would not yeah. pay for okay. Verizon 5G. Uh, so mine because- is looking like it'd be $10 more a month. And so I guess like wow. seven-ish US, which, and, and I've heard people on my plan being upgraded for free, mm-hmm. like getting mm-hmm. 5G thrown in for free. And I can't work out the pattern. Like I, like Everyone seems to have an 11 Pro and everyone seems to have a connected Apple Watch, but I haven't been offered that thing and other people have. So, I'm not sure if I'm going like, to get this phone and set it up and it's like, oh, 5G um, or not. But I think if I, like, I think I'm going to pay to upgrade. Like, it's stupid and it takes my phone plan out to a ridiculous amount of money. But you just said that you're not going anywhere. <laughs> I, I am going some places <laughs> and I'm one of those people who's like, just going to be ex- like, I have no need for 5G, but who's just going to like enjoy being part of that transition and like looking at my phone and seeing 5G there sometimes and being like, oh, where this place has coverage this week and it doesn't the next week. And then the next week, this other place that didn't have it last week has coverage. And I'm going to enjoy that, like nitpicking out on the rollout. Okay. Like I did with 4G. And I was way more excited about 4G because honestly, 3G was atrocious here. Mm. Um and that was really fun. And I had a lot of fun when the 4G rollout <laughs> Look, was this, happening. This might be your next <laughs> business. You could make an app where you talk about which, where you write what different spots have 5G. And, you know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the carriers have one of those already. Yeah. Uh, there, there is an Not app the that same you play. can pull up your like antennas nearby and see which carriers have which frequencies at each. Mm. And I do use that a little bit more than I should. Because um, <laughs> it's one of those fun things to nerd out about. So, look, I think I'm going to get this phone. Maybe I'll hold out a month and then I'm like, stuff it. I'm going to mm. pay for 5G. Mm. Okay. Um, just just for the fun, like I know I don't need it. The speeds won't make a difference, but I just it'll look. Be fun. I didn't I didn't uh, realize that that gives you that much enjoyment. That sounds like a, you might uh, you might find yourself needing to download some uh, medical imagery really fast. And you never <laughs> this know. Could save your life. Yeah. You know, wouldn't it be a shame? I, I was more if looking forward to playing games on the bus because uh, that's definitely a thing that I do: play, playing games and catching buses these days. It's great. <laughs> No, but considering how much fun you seem to get out of uh, for 5G, um, I, it seems like a well-invested $7 for you. Uh, yeah, but I mean, yeah, you also have they, to get the phone, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, think the phone is, I think the phone is, as much as you want to dispute that, it's such a given obvious choice for you to get a 12 mini because you've been 
I think I the know. first time we've ever met each other, you talked about how stupidly large the phone is you're, you're <laughs> holding. It, it's like, and it's oh, it God, hasn't that stopped like something since. I would have done. <laughs> you know, it it just and I'm 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 there you, with you. you. And that's, you, you that's probably why we're still friends like because all we do is talk about how stupidly <laughs> large phones are. A and dislike of large. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. If we run out of topics now when we when we finally get one, but um, oh, I, I just think it makes so much sense because yes. It might be not the biggest upgrade in, in iPhone history in a lot of ways as far as the internals go. But you've been unhappy with the size of your phone since exactly. since the dawn of, of iPhone ten mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, even the 7 series was a bit too large, right? So it's, it's yep. not like you will get so much more enjoyment and so much of value out of just having it in a smaller form factor that fits your hand. Mm-hmm. Every time you pull this thing out of your pocket or pick it up on on your table you'll be like finally and not yeah yeah not having that for someone who's able to afford it working within that industry and being paid for working that industry and being so clearly inclined to to wanting a small phone and this being such a good year where the delta between the the uh, the phones is so so narrow and it coincidentally being the cheapest phone apple's offering as far as the new ones goes and opportunity to try 5g i was actually thinking i could probably (laughs) sell the 11 pro and make about 80 percent of the cost of the new one (laughs) yeah it, they hold their value decently. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it would be a very inexpensive upgrade. Yeah. So then I'm like, also, should I keep the 11 Pro for dev work? And probably should, nev- but. Yeah, I don't feel like that's necessary anymore. No. But yeah, so I, I think it's it's such an obvious choice for, for you in particular to go with that. And if you like to be part of any transition, that that's like you, you, two flies, uh, two birds, one stone. Which we, one is we, we all know two, I'm going to buy birds, it. One it's stone. just... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> because you get 5G and you can you can look at the top right hand corner and see where where it says 5G. And it's mm. stupid, right? Like it, it's a stupid thing to do. But I had a lot of fun in that 4G transition. Yeah. Um, I remember getting very excited when like 4G, like our towers near home, got upgraded to 4G, and I, I got that at home. And I remember in the early days when our local ones hadn't. My dad had a work phone, and they paid for like the new phone and 4G and all of that. And um, I remember standing like on the edge of our driveway, which is about the only spot in our block that we could pick up the remotest 4G signal and doing speed tests and, um, you know, probably using too much data on his work plan. But, you know, it was 2012. They had limited data and stuff. Um, yeah, <laughs> so, it can be fun. Yeah. So it sounds like you, you should just get yourself ready to order one of those minis. And I feel like the, the hardest decision you have to make between now and November is uh, the color and the size. Like, Green. do you Green. go 128 or 256? Nah, look, I think I'll go 64. I have 64 at the moment. I have no really? problem. No problem. I, mm. I don't do, I don't keep my photos on there, so it's fine. Okay. I keep podcasts on <laughs> yeah. there. We checked the other yeah, day. Yeah, so do I, I think... but I can clear them if I need to. Yeah. So if I pull up my general about um, on my 64 gigs, I, I have like 4.6 gigs free. But if I look at my podcast, yeah, that's too little. That's stressful. Yeah. I can't live like nah, that. No, my podcast's hanging up four point three, so I could clear that at any time. Minus, and I'd okay, you should hear how much. Minus fifty nine gigs. Overcast Whoa. is fifty nine. You, you guys gigs. know that you don't need to keep any more podcasts than you're actually going to listen to in the next that's, yeah, that's seven days. Yeah, it's just like I will delete them if I will downgrade to a smaller one, and I would downgrade from two fifty six to one twenty. One twenty. Of all the it's, things that I like um, about Overcast, automatic removal of, of episodes or storage management is not one of its strong suits. 
Um, mm. So I, I didn't realize that I had almost 60 gigs of podcasts on there. It's just it, when I checked, that's the number it told me. So I'm definitely, yep. I'm, I, I, would, I would get rid of that. But it's mm. also yep. a nice luxury for, for $100 to not worry about that for, for a year. Sure, yeah, sure. but I mean, I, I think 64 would be too small for both of us. Yeah. Uh, at the moment, we're on mm. 256. 128 should be fine. Mm. Like That's pretty much what we yeah. use now. And we can just remove all so those. Either that or it's actually really inexpensive to do the upgrade to 128. I'm looking at the Australian site and it's $80. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which is relative to what Apple have charged for price. Sorry, for storage upgrades in the past. $80 is not a lot. Yeah. So double you. And I mean, that's that's less than you're willing to pay to see a 5G icon every now and then, right? <laughs> God, so. I know. It's bad, isn't it? <laughs> so I, I, I don't know. For, for us. That's going to take my phone plan up to $70 a month, which is absurd. And I've never paid more than. 45 before this year so i'm a bit oh yeah i think we yeah we downgraded our plan when this entire pandemic thing happened so we're paying 12 yeah, at the moment smart. which is super cheap because we're not going anywhere no yeah it's still See, I, free the calling. thing is the one place i do have to go to regularly has atrocious atrocious reception with oh, i can't even say, anyway <laughs> a terrible reception with my old carrier which is why i changed to a more expensive plan and that's totally worth it the extra um i am paying ten dollars Fifteen dollars more a month. Mm-hmm. They're fifteen dollars more a month now. Um, that's totally worth it. I spend a lot of time there, and I, I want my phone to work, mm-hmm. and I consider that a wor- worthwhile trade off. Mm-hmm. The five G, it's not necessary, but it'd be nice. Then it just means I, that I've, I just realized you know, that the, the price. price upgrades, are, uh, the the storage price upgrades, are actually not the same for each step this time. Here in Canada, you pay seventy dollars to go from sixty four to one hundred twenty eight, but then you're paying one hundred and forty to go from one hundred twenty eight to. It's to the f- same per gigabyte yeah <laughs> yeah but it used to so be it's like twice the cost it, to go from 128 to 256 it, but it used to be like uh like a hundred dollar steps for each upgrade right there was no yeah like you paid the for past. the doubling yeah. rather than for the actual storage increase anyhow yeah. is anyone getting a homepod mini oh wait we we yes. still have to distribute points for we mentioned the wireless charger which zach picked in his 5.4 point round and Marlin challenged that, unfortunately. I mean, unfortunate for Marlin. Um, so Marlin lost 5.4 still points. think my arguments are valid. <laughs> Just saying. And uh, 6.1 points for Marlin for the blue iPhone, which we also mentioned. And 6.1 points for Adam for picking Marlin's pick of the blue phone. I will also get uh, 5.4 points for um, phones being sold without chargers. We didn't explicitly mention that until now. But yes, that is that is a thing as well. Um, Which is fine because we don't really need to talk about that. Yeah, actually, actually, (laughs) I want to talk about. Hopefully, (laughs) (laughs) oh no, what do you have to say? (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, So this is a bit weird, right? How it comes? How do you guys feel about the fact that it comes with a cable um, with a USB uh, USB three USB? See, USB C. Yeah, this is a bit more annoying than the watch thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it still comes with a USB C cable, uh, which is new, which we haven't had in previous years. Uh, So the Mm. argument that many people already have chargering bricks at home is sort of slightly less correct. How do you guys feel about that? I have a counter argument to why they might have done this. It is. It is funny. It is funny. It is. Wait, I don't. I don't understand the point you're making. So the usually all the previous iPhones come with a cable that's lightning on one side and USB A on the other one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your brick would be a USB A power brick. So if you would have a phone already, you 
if you had a USB A to Lightning cable, you would get that. Now the new phones come with a cable, but it's a USB C to Lightning cable. Oh, so you're talking about people can't use their old chargers? Yes. So it's, yeah, their exactly. Old, their old you, I mean, you can use your old cables, but if you want to use the new cable with your new phone, hmm. you now need a significantly more rare uh, USB C power brick. So it's a bit. I don't know. But but am I cor- am I correct though that all the chargers that Apple now sells are USB C. Our yes. USB C. Yeah. So if mm. Apple wanted to say we want to move all our own chargers to USB C, they almost had to do it this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I, I think that could be a reason. But also another reason is that, like, I think I'm trying to think about like why Apple ships a cable in the box in the first place. Like, if they decided you already have a charging brick, they could also decide that you already have a cable, so they could remove the cable out of the box. That feels more logical to me. But what I'm thinking is that the only way at the moment... There are certain things that you need a cable for that are not charging-related. Like, if you want to plug it into your computer to sync your photos or do any updates or backups or those things. Like, if you want to do things that aren't Mm cloud-based, you would want to plug it in. Or if you're developing... I know we have, like, wireless wireless runs for, for devices, but you always have to plug it in in order for that to be set up in the first place. And I feel like there's still certain things that are not working without the cable. So I wonder if the reason why they put a USB-C cable in there is because most people have newer MacBooks now, which would take USB-C. So it might actually be that being the reason why the cable is in there. Another, another that, that, that could be another thing that just occurred to me is it could just be as simple as the one proprietary thing is the lightning. And so we have mm. to include a cable that has lightning mm. on one end and something that is fairly common or standard on the other end, just because otherwise, mm. you know, it's almost guaranteed you have to buy something. Whereas mm. yeah. they could say, maybe you have a USB-C charger. Or somewhere. a MacBook. MacBook. Mm-hmm. So you got to sync mm. to iTunes. Yeah. It doesn't change any existing stuff you've got around your house. Like everyone has a way to charge their phone yeah. now mm. and everyone's phone is still lightning. So like in my case... Yeah, it's going to suck to have a USB-C at one end, but I, and I won't use that mm. unless I'm plugging into my like computer or mm. monitor, but I'll just use the existing chargers mm. that that's I've got exactly around the place my point. that are Lightning mm. and USB-A. Yeah, so. but that's exactly my point. Like That means that they could just have shipped it without the cable, because as many people sure, who have yeah. the charging brick most likely have the cable, mm. um, or many of the people have, the, have both of them. Um, but yeah, I do think that plugging into a computer is the core thing. Well, then, yeah, but you're right, you're right. As yeah. I say, because then people that have no that need to buy a new charging brick would also have to buy a cable yeah. if they yeah. didn't include mm. the cable. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Which, all those things we talked about last week still apply. It's a bit <laughs> like, uh, no, no real discount on it, but that's, that's just how it is. Mm. Yeah. And uh, in theory, I, I do think it kind of makes sense if everyone has. I guess very few people these days are buying their first phone, but maybe people are buying their first iPhone. So yeah, but even, it's probably a reasonable yeah. assumption. You've been able to plug in USB-A cables for years now and- you know, at, at least in Western countries. We can safely assume true. that not a lot of people bought their iPhone, had eight hours of fun, and then put it away forever because they couldn't charge it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, it was just, uh, I just heard many people talking about why they're doing this, and I thought this was mm. a reasonable explanation to it. Cool. Yep. Um, you mentioned HomePod Mini, Marlin. Yeah. Are you guys excited? Do you guys want a dollhouse? <laughs> that was pretty cool. I really like the studio. <laughs> I want that house that was it in, was the, really in nice. the presentation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I take it, despite it being open on one side, I still take it. <laughs> oh, but we can fix that, Kai. <laughs> it's all right. No, it was really cool. Um, what, what do you? How do you guys feel about it? Do you want a? Do you want a HomePod Mini now? Does this excite you? 
Yeah, I'm going to get one, at least one. Do you have the current HomePod already? Yeah, I've never had a HomePod. It's one of those things that, you know, I'm an Apple nerd. I like to buy everything they make, but I could never justify the HomePod because (laughs) just the the cost per use case usefulness was not Mm. high enough. I have lots of things around my house that play really high quality uh, audio (laughs) and I don't, I don't need it for that. And I don't really care that much about having a smart speaker box, but given something that's only $99, uh, yeah, I, I want to try it. I want to play with it. I'm probably going to put it in my bathroom so I can listen to podcasts while I'm in the shower. Um, that's one room that did not have something, and I was using a cheap uh, Bluetooth speaker, and now I'm going to have a slightly better mm-hmm. uh, speaker, and I can you know, ask Siri the weather as I bathe. <laughs> <laughs> Technology. <laughs> Yeah, the price is actually really good. I, it's hard in a presentation to figure out how good does it sound. Like, does it sound like this? Mm-hmm. I don't think I need, like, super audiophile speakers everywhere in my life. But I would like to know, like, there's a certain, like, bottom level. Like, some of the early Amazon speakers, I didn't want to say the name, um, they sounded really tinny. Like, you mm-hmm. wouldn't use them for music at all. Mm-hmm. And even some of the, the early Google ones are like, uh, it's, uh, that's just too low. It's like mm-hmm. almost makes the music no longer enjoyable, even for, for ambient music. And I'm sure Apple has, has a certain quality threshold, but it would be interesting to hear that because it's tiny. I don't know. Have either of you done the AR thing that they had on the website to mm-hmm. see how mm-hmm. small it yeah. is? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's small. It's like a softball <laughs> sized thing it's it's really tiny and i don't know uh, it will be interesting to see how much sound they can get out of it like if the sound sounds fine in lower volumes it just can't go as as loud I, i'd much rather have that trade-off than it kind of sounding not great on on low volumes um but the price is great 99 dollars, but it still leaves us with a siri which is uh as far as like our array of home assistants probably still the weakest and I'm surprised about that. Like, Apple was so early with Siri, right? The chip with the iPhone 4S. Um, and it was it was super impressive for the time. But I feel like the improve the rate of improvement mm-hmm. there, it's been so slow. And I don't know what's what going on. What do you feel there. like you're missing from Siri? It's, I mean, <laughs> it's probably a long I, list. I mean, this is, <laughs> it could be a three-hour episode. Um but like the core thing, what do you think is missing? There are certain things where, like certain core functionality that is just more cumbersome than it needs to. Like sometimes you're just triggering it. And we have, as far as I'm aware, no other devices on our network have any network issues or any connectivity issues. Everything is perfect as far as any other device is concerned. But Siri often is in a state where it's like, uh, you ask, hey, what's the weather? And it's saying, mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're like, okay. And then it's like, oh, sorry, some something's not working right now. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's, that's just annoying. Or or things where, um, like, small nitpicks, like if, if you ask the Google Assistant to set a timer and the timer rings, it also turns on its microphone during that period. So you can just say stop instead of saying, hey, device, stop, which is mm-hmm. nitpicky small thing, but it makes the experience of like just telling you to shut up quickly when, when your timer is running because no one wants to have a timer running unnecessarily long, just way nicer. There, there are a lot of things where it's like the answers are not helpful. Like I, I, I often do not ask Siri questions mm-hmm. that I consider at all difficult 
which is just a kind of cumulative sign that I do not trust whatever their knowledge graph is, right? Whenever we have any questions, like when was the Declaration of Independence signed? I know the Google thing will, will give me the accurate but answer and could even give me context be, if I want to. Could that potentially be a limitation of the search engine that they're using? Maybe. I mean, they're using Bing. It's not like Bing mm. couldn't figure out uh, yeah, when the Declaration of Independence was signed. Yeah, yeah, but there, there are situations when you would decide not to use Bing. You would rather use uh, Sure, but I, as a user of Apple's smart assistant, I don't care what their engine is behind the scenes. I just want to ask a fairly trivial question mm. that, that Google can answer and Siri is like, uh, can't do that on HomePod. And that's another thing. Often it's saying, hey, I can't do this on a HomePod. And they're like, okay, cool. Ask my phone. It's like, I don't know what you're saying. It's like, why do you tell me, why do you imply that it only is not working on that device mm-hmm. if it's clearly not working on the other ones? Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand that feature. Why does it tell me I can't do that on HomePod? Well, on my phone, it's not telling me I can't do that on iPhone. Um, so it's, it's, it just feels kind of rough everywhere to a point where if I have the choice, which we have in our household, to ask any of the other ones, I will always, always 100% do that. The only time I'm asking the HomePod is for playing music because it's definitely better at the music quality and the music performance, but it's always worse in answering questions. And it's like weird things, like when you're asking for the weather, Me. for some reason, yeah, yep. when Marlon asked the HomePod for the weather, it's like, uh, I can't run the shortcut. I'm like, why does it try to run shortcut and why can't it do it? And there's no debug information. You don't know what to do about it. If I ask the same question, it tells me the weather. <laughs> so for some reason, it discrim- discriminates against Marlin <laughs> when she's asking for the weather. It's and not just is- about weather. Like sometimes we are next to each other on a similar distance, like the same amount of distance to the HomePod. And I ask it to like turn on the light and it doesn't hear me, but mm. it hears Kai. Mm. And like, I don't know, there, there are certain things that just don't work as well for me. Um, I don't know. It might just be my accent. I'm not gonna, like, I, I don't but it's know what's annoying it is. because it's the other one doesn't do that, right? The other one just works for both of us equally and it never se- tells you that it can tell you the weather, but for me, it can for some reason hmm. because it does seem to understand you. It's not like, you yeah, know, it, gets down it the says, st- I can't get the weather for you. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't it get the weather for yeah. Marlon? And like, I me. can look, maybe there's something configured and it somehow thinks that I set up a shortcut, but you didn't set up a shortcut. Mm. The problem is more that there's no information telling me about mm. it. And it's just, yeah. you, you don't want to sit there and debug your, your speaker. It's not having a decent interface to do that, right? So it's just based on us actually being exposed to, like, technically all three, but I don't like the Amazon one because I do feel like it's it's very, it feels like you're talking to a command line. Well, I feel like at least Siri and, and the Google Assistant are a bit more, you ask them a question as you would ask a question, but you don't have to follow like the specific like sentence pattern, mm-hmm. which I feel like the, the Amazon always requires me to do. Um, but so realistically, we were kind of deciding between Siri and, and the Google Assistant. And the Google Assistant is always the one we default to mm-hmm. outside of HomeKit stuff. I do think HomeKit stuff is better with Siri, but everything else is, everything that's a question is just unequivocally more reliable higher chance of of getting what you want and just more context like it's like you ask a historical question it gives you the date like when you're saying hey when was something signed it first tells you the date and only the date because that's Mm -hmm. what you asked for and then it will ask you hey do you want to hear more and then you can say yes and then it tells you the kind of history of Mm -hmm. what happened Mm -hmm. well 
for me, often when I ask a similar question to Siri and it actually has an answer, it just reads like a Wikipedia article. I ask what's the date and it's like, uh, it just tells you that which people were involved and what they did. And then towards the end, it's saying, and they were signed in 1888. And I'm like, cool. I only cared about the last part, but thanks for reading me the, the yeah. whole other part. So it's it's just whenever I have the choice, I, I pick the Google Assistant. Therefore, um, the the sound quality has to make up for that in my mind because otherwise, I I wouldn't. I don't think it makes sense for us to swap the current system that we have at the moment to move over to a HomePod mm. Mini. So we have Sonos speakers at the moment, and I just think that works really well, and that's why we have the Google Assistant as well. Um, so. Like, maybe if I was in the market for a new sp- smart speaker, it would be cool. Mm. Uh, but I'm not, so. Mm. Mm. But that also means new HomePod. Points for me. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't get any points because for your new Siri nope. improvements. Oh, I think you've sort of thought of this as like a Siri 2.0, right? Y- yeah, I thought it was. Again, Are we not considering the what Apple's calling the Siri intercom feature? as a new i wouldn't that's not what i had in mind for this i i what i had well, in mind. Well, in that is, case i have no i have no idea what you had in mind <laughs> <laughs> what i he had just in mind wants it to be smarter what i had in mind is that i wouldn't get default to the google assistant for every single query in the future because google uh, apple would make significant improvements in those kind of areas of like we exposed information you actually ask for it, not just find something loosely related and read the whole thing like something that's actually like all right feels like siri gun upgrade not a we we attached another feature to to this kind of same yeah, level it's a new feature on the existing sort of abilities yeah. of siri and i, I think guess. they said in the presentation that siri learned about a bunch of new things but that's not what i had in mind what i had in mind is like apple did that at some point throughout the siri history where siri got a new voice and a new speech synthesis and some better answering for mm-hmm. queries and more um kind of where you can ask follow-up questions it was more in that realm of like the, the assistant part is now significantly better that you, if you would talk to the old one and the new one, you would feel a difference. And I don't think hmm. we had that. That's interesting. That's kind of a, a risky pick then, even more so than normal, because I feel like it's very rare that Apple would ever include the types of things you're saying in an announcement, because hmm. you almost have to say, Oh yeah, and remember before how it was flaky and kind of like, you know, not so smart. Well, now now it actually answers the questions that you want, right? Yeah, but Apple often yeah. if they actually but have something they're proud of, they're like, you know this old stuff from yesterday, complete garbage. This new stuff is is cool. I don't know. Uh, like, would would Apple today do that or is that more Yeah, it's old uh, Apple more. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Cuz now they're still selling old phones and selling old stuff. Maybe but yeah, I, I just think they're so far behind in, in a lot of those areas mm. that I felt like if they announce a new product, they got to make the assistant point out that, that they caught up at least to some extent. But if they didn't, I, I don't I don't know. So I think, I think they see serious stuff like that as just we're constantly making improvements over time and, you know. Yeah. Because yeah. they are. Update, I'm, your I'm phone not, and it gets not, better, but it's not, not a big not, deal. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying. I you know I know we're all frustrated with Siri, but I am pretty sure that they are constantly tweaking things to try to make it better. Mm. You know, it's and, it, like like the Apple Maps, right? They did that big new revamp. We're we're totally changing the way we're storing the map data and stuff. That was worth announcing, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. just the general like. Oh, and but if, now, you know, the, but, we're making but, parks a darker shade of green because it stands out better. Yeah. They're not going to... But, but it's I, think the, I think the reason why they ba- made the maps 
thing, such a big announcement, was because Maps had pretty bad reputation. Like people didn't use Apple Maps because like it was not as good as Google Maps. So I think the fact that they like maybe Siri could be in a similar situation where people are complaining about it so much publicly and people are using Google Assistant instead and therefore they feel like, look, we're up to the standard of everyone else. Like that could be a potential announcement. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. It that they can only make that kind of account announcement for Siri if they fundamentally did something yeah. that changed yeah, yeah, how yeah. they were processing yeah. Siri, which yeah. I don't know if there is anything they can do other than just, I mean, you're, I mean, you're doing the right stuff. You're doing machine learning. You're doing AI. You're doing also, you're just not doing it good enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, clearly other companies can do it, right? And I feel like this is and Apple doesn't have a lot of products that are unequivocally behind so consistently than than Siri. I think at least at least from all the other things I'm using, there's not a lot of things where I'm. I, I even prefer. Uh, Apple Maps in a lot of ways over uh, Google Maps. I mean, there are certain things that Google Maps does better, especially like multimodal transport stuff. Um, and uh, I mean, bicycling direction, we're now slowly getting, but they weren't there. So there, there are things that Google does that Apple doesn't do, but all the things that Apple also does, I, I, I feel like hmm. it's, it's but, n- um, never been this big of a gap. And I feel like the gap is widening. I yeah. feel like whatever Google is doing to improve it, it's often that I'm like, whoa, this was... Like, we often sit... We sit Mal and I, we sit on a couch, we watch a TV show and we're like, want some historical context to something. And we ask, and we're like, that was a tricky question. And it comes up with... A, comes back with a perfect answer that only answers the sliver of mm. information we were actually after. Like, who was the person that signed this particular thing? And it's like, gives us a name. <laughs> what are all those things that are being signed that you need questions? I, I don't know. I <laughs> just try to stay within the same theme. And it gives us a name back and we're like, that seems suspiciously fast and precise. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we actually look it up on our phones, Google it ourselves and it's like, yep, that's the same name. Pretty impressive. Mm. And I, I don't remember the last time I asked Siri a question and thought, pretty impressive. <laughs> mm. That's just, I don't, I don't think that has happened in a few years. And I um, think if I, Apple, I'm hope. I, I'm. I hope Apple people use the competition a lot because it's it's very obvious that there is quite a gap. I I love how I, I really appreciate how much Apple focuses on privacy in general. Mm-hmm. But I do wonder if this is the perfect sort of comparison between Apple and other companies where Apple so. is being sort of uh, their different approach to privacy means that they are seen to be behind. Because if you look at things that are happening on device, like image processing, like the whole thing when it recommends like who who you were with Mm -hmm. uh, on a certain day and those type of things and things like uh, shortcuts where it shows you like the right thing at the right time and Mm -hmm. just different things. My understanding from like other people who use this, this seemed to work quite well. Like Mm -hmm. I don't use those things myself very much, Mm -hmm. but it seemed to be quite solid. Mm -hmm. And those are all things that are very personal and they're all happening on, they can all happen on your device. Mm -hmm. But something like search improvements and improvements to like how to respond to questions, that is something that you might would need to move up to a separate level. And you might, Google might benefit from being able to like, I mean, it's definitely in 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 Google's wheelhouse, right? Finding answers to questions, that's kind of what they're, business yeah it's just like fundamentally what their core is and apple is new to that and apple is also taking a different approach to privacy so the combination of but i don't think privacy is the limiting factor there because it's never that google's like i know you asked for uh, this question but i know better that you actually meant this other question Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. that would be where it has information about me i'm just asking a question it could have never predicted like i it's you know it's it's not so much that there needs to be existing it's uh, information about me as a user it's more about 
it's more about parsing like, my question, yeah. figuring out which are the core parts of this question I'm interested mm -hmm. in, finding that information and validating it to some extent. So it's not finding like the the conspiracy theory uh, mm -hmm. specialist.com, but actually like a somewhat reputable source. Mm -hmm. So doing some kind of grading on that. Um, and then finding the part of information that I queried for and then responding with that part and offering more information. You know, that's just Siri is sometimes finding the right article. It's just not figuring out which part of the article was I interested in. So I feel like there's nothing privacy yeah, impacting yeah. that that would yeah. improve that. It's just about the knowledge about graph and how to use what it. what people actually care about. Yeah. Well, also, yeah. do you think it's that like Google has that knowledge graph because they 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 index the entire web yeah. mm -hmm. and apple fundamentally doesn't do that like yeah. if, if apple if you ask it a, a question it has to do some it's it has to probably rely on bing or something like that do its mm -hmm. own sort of query and all you're going to mm -hmm. get back is an article like mm -hmm. it doesn't mm -hmm. because they them i'm assuming apple does i mean i'm sure they do do some some uh, you know parsing and crawling mm -hmm. of the web to a some degree but certainly not Unless they're building a secret search mm. search engine uh, <laughs> on the sly, they're probably not doing it to the degree Google is. Yeah, and I mean they do have their partnership now with DuckDuckGo, and mm. maybe they need a deeper integration. And Bing was uh, willing to offer them. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't know what what's happening there behind scenes that mm. they couldn't get there, but I think they need to because they're mm. clearly falling behind on this. And whatever it is, as long as they want to offer this as a product. I do think they have to improve it unless they really want to say we're we're the one with a kind of slightly dumber assistant, but therefore the sound quality is good. Hmm. But I, I feel like that is like looking like even a few years in the future, I think home assistants are probably more important than audiophile sound quality. That's just, I, I, I hmm. think just based on kind of audio quality more and more people can do well like we're, there's so many really cheap bluetooth speakers that sound surprisingly good now and surprisingly small mm -hmm. form factors i feel like everyone's catching up to small speakers yeah. with a lot of i good also sound. don't know how much the general public cares about audio sure uh, quality but i mean apple price. apple does and that's right. that's good i mm, mean they're, yeah. you know that's inherently a thing apple cares about and i think that's good but you need i i think you need the home assistant on mm -hmm. the smarter home yeah. assistant on top of that and yeah. Yeah. i'm sure again i'm sure apple's aware of that i'm sure they're, they're trying mm. or doing something or changing something i just expected it to be now mm. because am new i product. weird for never finding a personal use case for home assistant boxes see the problem is if you already know everything what should you ask <laughs> oh good point good point <laughs> now i i my my parents got me an amazon echo a while ago oh. and we hooked it up and said oh cool we'll leave it here and i just i we just all of a sudden it's a year later and we've ne we've never we never used it and we just put it back in the box and I, I i don't maybe it's just the way i think about trying to get things done or maybe i was already used to using siri on my phone or I mean, I don't know. Like the weather is a perfect example, right? There's, there's two things I care about the weather. One is just sort of knowing the, the current temperature, which mm -hmm. I can look at my watch in two seconds. And mm -hmm. that's what I'm used to doing. That's for me. I have an mm -hmm. Apple watch. So not everyone has that. Or at the beginning of the day, I want to see what the weather is going to be like throughout the day. In which case, the smart assistant will absolutely never give me the detail that I want because mm -hmm. I want to look. I want to open, I use Apple's weather app and it mm -hmm. gives me, that's the level of detail I want. I want it on an hourly by hourly basis. Mm -hmm you know, what are the chances of rain and what is the temperature? And I, I look at it and kind of think about it and plan my day. Mm -hmm. And, and so, and maybe, and maybe it's because I haven't got used to smart assistants that 
I rely on my phone and my watch, so、mm-hmm. it could be the cause and effect aren't、mm-hmm. clear. But I just never timers. I guess I guess I I guess I'd use it for timers.、Mm-hmm. Uh, although I use the timer on my watch. A lot more often, and that、okay. seems to yeah, don't work. Don't get me wrong; we're not sitting here asking who signed what all day. <laughs>、um, it's just when when we do, we ask the great、yeah, yeah. one. I and think, it might I only- think one great use case for us is if we're looking things up about TV shows or actors in TV shows, we don't want to. Accidentally read something that spoils something for us, so we don't want to have to look around. Like, let's say, who is this actor in this TV show? We will probably, if we Google for that, we will see how many episodes that actor is in, which will reveal when the actor was going out of the show, for example. So, rather than like checking that ourselves and spoiling the show for ourselves, we ask Google, and then、or、we just we, get the precise. Or、answer. we often have like geographic related queries based on our discussions we're having, where we're talking about what does this country do, how many people live there. Uh, mm-hmm. How many people、mm-hmm. of those live in in the capital city? And it's just like snappy, right? We were asking how many people live in Norway, and it tells us how many million people live there.、Um, and I think it's just, more fun than like both of us picking our phones and reading it independently. And we are also extremely trying to not use phones while we are talking to people,、mm. each other, or other people at the moment.、Sure. A lot of other people, but we're like it's. We usually, when we're when we're sitting and watching something, or when we're eating, we usually don't even have our phones at a table. It's just not a thing we do.、Mm. But we still sometimes have questions where it's like, it would really make a difference here if Norway has four million people, ten million, or twenty. We do know ballpark numbers, but sometimes that's just. A core part that would help our discussion to reframe something, and being able to just ask, "Hey, how many people live in Norway?" and and it gives you an answer rather than saying, "Norway is a country in the、uh, is a Nordic country in Europe uh, with a、uh, deep tradition in hunting." You know, like、uh, thanks. <laughs> And then in the very end, saying and there are millions of people. It's like cool. It's, yeah, it's just, I think just people. If, if people are curious, I think it's about five million. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But you know, sometimes those things come up, and that's where we where we use it. And it's like those kind of things. It's just if you get used to it, it's really nice because you don't、yeah. have to pull pull up your way too big phone to then start a query and and look into it. Or like maybe you're eating, so you don't want to like yeah. And the other one is cooking. Like when you're cooking, it's really nice to set multiple timers.、Uh, Siri can do that now, but it's actually fairly new of a feature.、Um, yeah. And like name them and have different things running, or ask, "Hey,、uh, what temperature should should I?、Uh, I don't know."、Um, Like for us, it's、uh, many sweet potatoes. Yeah, it's like and for us, it's many translation things because now we're using Fahrenheit when we use the Celsius, for example. So we might want to translate right, those right, things. Right, right. So it's like it's it's、huh? just it's Canada Fahrenheit. No, no, but we have it's American. Like the the stove we have for some reason is in American units. <sighs> Everything else is Celsius, but our stove is many things a, in the home are non like non. Oh, why do I keep on losing words? Why is it called imperial? Uh, uh, not, uh, yeah, many things in the home are imperial. Apparently, I mean our thermostat is Celsius. Y- I think in、yeah. general, if you want to live in Canada, you kind of have to learn both、yeah. to some extent. Like,、um, do still, I think they still measure many things in like cups, for example. Yeah, we're, we're too close to America to not be influenced by that. I、yeah. believe because、yeah. it's so and, like, many. Many like, recipes are like American as but well. But it's also a lot of Canadians want to serve. The North American market,、yeah. so they're like, "Hey, there's so many. There are four hundred something million Americans, and only forty million of us. So let's let's make something that everyone understands, and that often is is imperial here,、um, because Canadians they're willing to learn both. While Americans, if you go to them and say, 
something is 10 centimeters they're like i I don't know what you're talking about Um, but what i found interesting in australia is that people often measure their own height in imperial yeah but distance they would measure in uh metric is that correct, Zach? It's it's because <laughs> that you just wanted him to admit it rather than just saying it outright. <laughs> I don't understand it. Um, I'm just I saying the world is complicated. No, nope, yeah, perfect. yeah. I think people think well, of height him as off his high high horse feet and inches. <laughs> <laughs> like I always measure my height in centimeters, and then people ask because I'm tall. People ask how tall I am a lot, and I always give them a centimeters, and they go, "Oh, what's that in?" Uh, in feet and i'm like i don't know what could i use like <laughs> that's not how i measure myself um because i i don't use the stupid units oh. but uh everyone likes everyone wants to know feet and inches mm. because i don't know there's some like arbitrary line drawn at six mm. feet mm-hmm. and it's like oh if you're above that you're tall if yeah. you're below that you're average and if you're below like five and a half you're short something like something <laughs> yeah, like that yeah i heard it too it's weird um yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so most countries know. are weird. Uh, if you want consistent measurements, move to I don't know. Germany. Germany seems to be pretty consistent. Even Sweden had weird things. Where Swedish mile, such is, a good unit. A Swedish <laughs> mile so is units. different from a mile anywhere else in the world. For some reason, a Swedish mile is ten kilometers. Yeah, or no, a deciliter. That's yeah. Amazing. They measure everything in deci. Some things like everything is deciliters and deci. I don't know why. And decimeter. Deciliter. Yeah. Also yeah. the. Uh, check mark in Sweden oh. means you it's it's incorrect if you see if you have a test in school and there's a check mark next to your answer that means that one is wrong and no other country in the world does a check mark to indicate wrongness uh, i if if i were taking a test and i saw check marks that were in red ink i would know that means wrong what why because like any mark because any because any red mark it just it still just means it's like crossing it off or checking it or it's all right I, but like, i'm not saying it's the most interesting because teachers here mark with red yeah, it's so not, they'll do ticks yeah. in red they'll do crosses in red yeah, yeah huh. like the, there's no uh, mm. no like real different it depends on the pen but that the teacher has just go simple white paper black ink a check mark means you failed this part and wow uh, obviously very confusing because no other country would do that. And when you move there and you see uh, not a lot of check marks on your first exam and you're terrified that you failed and then realizing that not having check marks is a good sign. Uh, speaking from is from it particular Do you experience. use check marks for other... Like if you were having a checklist of things, would you still use check marks to check it off? Or do you use like X's or circles or something? Good question. They, they use check marks for things that are out of stock. That's one I remember. Yeah, I it's would like think if you go you to might... a website like Best Buy, the Best Buy equivalent, <laughs> and you see like it's a green check mark. Out yeah, of there's stock. a green check mark, and you're like, <laughs> awesome, and can add it to cart. And you're like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, check mark means no, no more of those available. <laughs> you're like, freaking weirdos. <laughs> it is interesting because n- none of those symbols inherently mean anything, right? Mm. We no. we think so intuitively. Check mark, but intuitively that means like positive. Like, mm. well, no, not really. That's mm. just. It's only intuitive because we're so used to it. Yeah, but it's also interesting for like like apps and internationalization. Like if you make something for a Swedish market as a non-Swede and you put a whole bunch of check marks next to things that you succeeded, all the Swedes would be like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, but it's the same. It also, that's also interesting in uh, China. I think the red is often seen as a positive color. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of a lot of interesting different things in countries. How did we get there? Uh, we were talking about home pods. Yeah. Um, so Good, questions to ask the home pod. So what was the point changes here then uh, for home pod related things? 
there was no new Siri, we decided. Yep, so zero points Despite for Despite there being new Siri stuff. <laughs> and I got 6.1 points for the new HomePod, and that was it for the... And Adam got 6.1 points for picking my new HomePod pick. Cool. Mm-hmm. Still on track. Anything, anything else in the event that was particularly exciting that you want to talk about i feel like we we plan to do this more structured but it was even less structured somehow because you jumped into phones directly <laughs> this is this is on you Kat. the good bits um i mean there was uh 5g i don't know if we mentioned that there was oh 5G. yeah 5g mm. 5g 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 <laughs> uh, um I, I used to have such a problem pronouncing g myself so i'm ah. empathizing with this guy um <laughs> It's still funny that the guy whose whose main job is to say 5G. I don't think apparently, that's his main job. I, I'm pretty sure that's his main job. <laughs> I think there are many things From my experience, that. that is his main job responsibility. Uh, he used to be, fun fact, he used to be the CEO of Ericsson in, in Sweden hmm. before going to Verizon. Does Ericsson have 5G? Ericsson is actually a major partner in building 5G networks around the world. Oh, look at that. Mm. Look at that. Sweet. Pretty uh, good with their network infrastructure. Yeah. yeah. Also, why Sweden, uh, Stockholm is completely blanketed in 5G. Because mm. that's actually one of the first uh, test cities in the world. Also was one of the first test cities for and 4G. I, I also heard that the new phone has 5G. So that's good. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I would like to talk a bit about the event in general and the structure. Cool. Um, I really liked it. I found that the, the Apple is getting so much... like They're be- getting better and better at making those type of videos. And I think... It feels like they keep on trying to make it differently. Like I thought in the end, it will always be like them flying in, then going into the Steve Jobs theater. And it's like um, Tim Cook standing there and starting the presentation. But it feels like they have like different type of quirks mm. every time. How do you guys feel about the whole switch when they started talking about the pro devices that they changed everything to be dark? I thought it was cool. I think it was nice. Like it, it made some differentiator. And if you look back at the... At the event, you will very much be able to distinguish which phone they're talking about just mm. by the time of day. But I think in general, the iPhone 12 Pro video was one of the coolest Apple product videos I've seen in See, a you very keep long on time. saying this, but I don't remember what this video oh, looks like. Gotta show you. Yeah. But it was, it was, the entire announcement of the Pro series was, was really cool. I mean, I like the mini just because personally I'm, I've been excited, right? And the, the case in case in case with phone. Eh, I goofy, think that was quirky and nice. Yeah. yeah. It's a joke I would make, so I approve of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the entire twelve announcement part, I I thought was pretty cool. Um, like the video was nice. The <clears throat> Apple did a lot more things this time around, where you know they're not actually there. Like it, like the first time we've seen this kind of announcement, it was like, hey, are those walls actually there, or are there actual screens, or did Apple add them in post? This time it was clear. Like there was no tiny home for the mini uh, next to Tim Cook. Right, that was just. Obviously, yeah, uh, sorry. Um, and there was no huge iPhone 12 Pro in, in on top of the Steve Jobs Theater. What about the 5G sign? Was that one real? That one was real, oh. yeah, of course. What, one thing that I really liked, and always when I watched Apple announcements, are all of their photography and videography videos. This makes me want to become a professional photographer. Like it, It's always so exciting, and then I buy the phone, and I'm like, yeah. I took <laughs> yeah. some pictures. Yeah, it turns out really, really good photographers are really, really good at taking really, really good pictures. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, it's it's really cool. I really like them. But yeah, otherwise, I, I did think like having a, enough difference between each event is really nice. 
I I do like that, and even the the underground bunker uh, research lab was kind of different structured. All the Mac Pros now have wheels, which I didn't have last week, uh, last time, last week, yeah, almost. Um, and I I I, I kind of like it. I do slightly prefer the ones where you're like is that actually a location that exists? And is this actually a screen? This time it was very obvious which things were real and which ones were not. And yeah, like, for example, when they were walking to the lab and they kept on opening doors and doors. Yeah. That was obviously a joke. Yeah. Um, I think that was good, though. Otherwise, like, what should I do? Move to the secret lab again without Yeah, yeah, I know. Anything? But I, I, again, I have a very slight preference when it's like you don't know how real things are. Then, if you just know this home is not a real home that stands on on top of a a pedestal in the Steve Jobs Theater, but they made it very obvious, and that's what I liked. Like they made it look like I know, I know. I think that was cool. But I I always like to kind of because I mean I don't think any of us have been to the um to uh, Apple Park like to the main buildings, so it's always kind of fun to to get a glimpse of that and see mm. what what is real and what isn't. But I I think it's nice. It's better to have some variants and trying new things and figuring out what they want to do. It's a good time to to experiment with that, and I quite enjoyed that. Any other <laughs> excitement? I feel like I'm the only one excited about the event sort of organization. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, but I think it's I'm, I think think, it's great. I'm thinking about buying an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you have a month, right? Oh, Three weeks depends depends on what I decide to get. <laughs> what are you What are you considering? The mini? Uh, I don't know. I I think I've I think I've eliminated the mini. Um, although really? I, I I find it would be an interesting experiment, but uh, just just because realistically, I've I've never had a problem with the with the six point one inch size. I mean, it's I wish it was a little smaller, but uh, I have gotten have used that. to the extra screen real estate. Um, which incidentally I discovered I will lose uh when I switch if I switch to the iPhone 12 because uh it's it's slightly less uh in terms of points point mm-hmm. size that developers mm-hmm. care about the uh the 12 and the 12 Pro are slightly less than the 11 mm-hmm. non Pro. Eh, I don't know. I'm so I'm I'm thinking I'm I'm now I'm thinking maybe I'll get a Pro, a 12 Pro. Uh, yeah. That's boring. I was just on. I was. Just, it's well, yeah. Only the colors are boring. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm just way too excited about the mini to even consider the pro. The pro didn't even cross my mind. It was like, I any bigger, I don't need. <laughs> but um, so which color would you get if you get the pro? Oh, blue for sure. Hmm. That blue is nice. Hmm. Well, you. I mean, yeah, it's nice. I'm. I am. I am tired of. I'm tired of uh, monochromatic uh, devices. And I need to at least, uh, even if it was some horrible yellow or something like that, I'd probably just get it because I need to send my vote to Apple like, yes, we want colors and we want them in the pro devices. <laughs> That's where you get the small one. You need to vote with your money. But I don't care. I, actually, <laughs> but honestly, it's for us, okay? <laughs> it helps us, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's fair. Is anyone no. excited for that charging pad, the watch and phone one? It looked really interesting. Yeah. Um, do mm. we know when it's coming out or how much it will be? Nope and nope. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I do like... Not a good sign that we don't know, and it's probably going to be quite expensive. Yeah, I do like it in theory. This I mean, is what I said. It was too soon. They're just going to drop it like air power. But it's it's also the one that's... <laughs> but we won't find out for a year yeah. and a half. Mm. It, it is the, um, the best possible travel case right or travel yeah. charger to to bring anywhere so i 
if if yeah. Apple had production limitations, that's the one to to punt, right? Because who's traveling right now? Um, but I do. If it's if it's affordable, I I think I would probably use it just because it would be mm. so nice to just grab that for for kind of traveling and not having to bring multiple cables and chargers and those kind of things. So mm. I do think in in theory, I I do like that a lot. I mean, even like the the standard wireless charger, I think it's fifty five dollars here. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's I I'd probably get one of those. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I, I do like in theory the the kind of better aligned. I, we we talked about that and we very accurately uh, kind of talked about what we're expecting and kind of got that. Uh, made sense, right? Better alignment to, for better T charging. That's kind of I the just most never thing. struggle putting my phone on the charger. No, but it's like you might. Not, it's still enough to charge, but any kind of misalignment significantly decreases the performance okay, and yeah, the, the kind of it increases the heat production. Uh, which uh, decreases your battery life. So there are yeah. actually quite a lot of benefits from like perfect alignment, not just mm. good enough to charge, but like actually perfectly aligning it has a whole bunch of benefits. And I agree with you. It's not the biggest problem in my life right now is that I constantly missed my charger and put the phone on the floor instead. But if if Apple's building this kind of ecosystem with everything being magnet by, based with like the, the cases and I think PopSocket announced like that they will support that, it kind of makes sense to just snap the charger into the right place. Yeah. 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 Impossible to misalign just like the Apple, which mm. is pretty cool. Mm. No, it will. It, it is cool. I'm not negative about it. I just never really thought preciseness wasn't a problem for me but yeah i agree if it produces mm. less heat that's good I, I'm, I'm wondering um what are the battery life like the battery health status of your one year ish old phones because mine is surprised not great because of wireless charging i think yeah i wonder because mine is at 93 now which is lower than my iphone 10s is despite my 10s being twice as old okay i'm 88 oh wow yeah which if I continued on this trajectory, would be able to get a replacement battery for free with Apple Care about, yeah. you know, in like 10 months mm-hmm. or something. Um, but if I sell the phone, I'll probably do that thing where you refund Apple Care because mm-hmm. Apple Care does not hold its value when you go to resell. So I forgot about that, about that about you the, can refund it if you're. Are you talking about the maximum capacity? The Yeah. I'm at 100%. What? Nice. Is this correct? Here? Wait, what do you want, sorry? How are Using you dark mode is not correct. If, oh, you meant the capacity. Is that what I should be looking at? Yeah. How yeah. are you still in 100? I don't know. Surely I'm just not. very accurate when I place it on my charger, I guess. <laughs> Apparently, Surely Molly really not. doesn't have accuracy problems. Mm-hmm. I understand why you're not interested in this product. <laughs> what the heck? The magnets are probably less precise than you are. <laughs> how did that happen? I don't know. What, what do you have, Adam? 94. Yeah, I don't understand how you can be at 100. We got it the same day. Yeah. What did you do? Oh, well. That doesn't sound right. She she uh she unboxed it, then she uh, fully powered it down and put it in a drawer, <laughs> and just got it out before this podcast. I won't tell you my secrets. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, mm. good for you. Yeah, Happy. Yeah. No, I, I really don't know. That means how I, I should get a new phone this year, and you can just keep yours for another mm. year. I think that's what that means. I mean, yeah, we do have two different wireless chargers, you and I. So maybe mm. it's something with mine. Be yeah, yours is actually maker. lower power than mine. Mine is mm. seven mm-hmm. and a half. Yours is five or something. Mm. Whatever the, yep. the slower one is. Anyways, anyway. let's talk a bit about the things we didn't get. Um, maybe we can go through our list and just talk about the points that were like lost, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like things that we didn't get. Overall, I think this was a pretty good round. Mm. Uh, Adam, do you want to run us through a sort of this, roundup? 6.1 point sure. pro round is 
the important one from my personal uh should we, should we just go round by round real quick and summarize right, what, right, the points we've already given and then uh announce points for things we haven't talked about mm-hmm. yeah so the 6.7 point round which was the first round uh everyone got 6.7 points kai picked smaller iphone malin picked flat side iphone and zach picked lidar and at least one iphone and i picked zach's pick so it wouldn't have mattered who i picked though we all got (laughs) 6.7 points Mm -hmm. the next round Mm -hmm. the first 6.1 round also known as the 6.1.1 point round uh kai picked a wild card, which is that there would be a major new Siri improvements, mm-hmm. which he did not get. Mm-hmm. Mullen picked a blue iPhone, as we already discussed, a very beautiful blue. There's two different blues. They're both very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she gets 6.1 points. And Zach, um, this is the first uh, miss that we haven't talked about, uh, picked pro Apple headphones, which we all know are over-ear headphones, which we all know... Mm are coming, but unfortunately did not get announced at this event. Mm-hmm. And this also happened to be one that Kai challenged. So Zach gets zero points for this round, but Kai gets an extra 6.1 points because mm-hmm. he Good for him. Look at made he correct looks. use of the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes up for the fact that you got zero points, Kai, for your real pick. And so you you still got the same points some mm-hmm. another way. Yeah, I, I'm very happy with that challenge because I did yep. almost talk myself out of it again. But I'm happy. <laughs> I attacked at six point one point. No, six point one points. <laughs> very well done. I picked Mullen's pick, which was correct, the blue iPhone, mm-hmm. and so I got some points there too. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the second six point one point round. Kai picked that there would be a new HomePod, as we discussed, so he gets 6.1 points. Mm-hmm. Malin picked a wild card here, which is that there would be uh announcement of some sort of new Apple, Apple Store experience mm-hmm. or something related to what the purchase process or the experience would be like at the, mm-hmm. at the retail Apple stores. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. Uh, didn't happen what do you think you, you think you think that happened no <laughs> well, i don't know i would be delusional if i did <laughs> yeah Savage. it was a wild card so of course it's uh you know mm. it's risky mm. you took a chance yeah none of us get wild cards this time so we're really um, we're really good at picking existing very likely rumors not so good at coming up with our own stuff yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of wild cards that didn't quite make the mark, uh, Zach's pick was that they would, um, what, an- announce the big Sur release mm-hmm. for the week that of the event? That it would be this week. Yes. That it would have already been in mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Which, you know, they could have done. I'm but so happy it was they a risk. didn't. Uh, <laughs> that- yeah. It's beta ten broke a lot of stuff in with layout engine and Swift UI, oh. so I'm I'm happy that this is not the build at chips. Um, but I also think it, it kind of makes a lot of sense. I think Bixer will do pretty well getting another few weeks of polishing. Um, and I mean, we do expect another event probably around the 17th of November for our Macs, and it just kind of it makes a lot more sense to say, all right, mm. this event where we talk about Macs. 
and Big Sur announcement or release uh, the, the week off or the week after. And that's I what think. we've been saying. Like the fact that they are recording them, like pre-recording, they don't need press to go there. It, they can sort of make all events very focused. So rather than wrap it into this one, they may as well wait. Yeah. Yeah. And it also like big. I do think that Apple's as long as they can ship Big Sur before the ARM Max, which they kind of obviously require, um, they'll be financially happy and rushing that out unnecessarily feels it would feel even more arbitrary than doing it for i mean we know that for 14 it was probably ipads or something that needed to to ship or or watches Mm -hmm. or whatever triggered the the requirement but if they would have released bixer now for no reason without a lot of notes here it would have been i feel like it would have been unnecessary uh risks to take and mm-hmm. unnecessary annoyance for developers and mm-hmm. unnecessary annoyance for people that upgrade and their apps are not working properly so i'm i'm, I'm very happy yep. i think it's the right call to, to hold off yep absolutely um for that round i picked kai's pick the the one pick that got points so mm. i get 6.1 points good job uh, i dodged a bullet there <laughs> <laughs> um the final round, which was the 5.4 inch round or the 5.4 points round. I don't know if you guys are we awarding inches? Maybe we should just award inches and some points. <laughs> that would have like been that. a lot easier to say all this stuff. <laughs> Kai's pick, which was that uh, there would be different uh, release dates uh, for different models of iPhones in October and November, which is 100% correct. Mm hmm. Um, in fact, even if you had taken my dare of, uh, picking that the, uh, pre-release, uh, the, the, uh, sorry, pre-sale, uh, dates were to be different, you would have got it. Mm-hmm. So it was a, uh, Malin picked that all new iPhones would not come with a charger, which mm-hmm. as we discussed mm-hmm. was correct. Yep. 5.4 points for her. And... Zach picked that there would be a new Apple wireless charger, which was absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. So Zach gets 5.4 points. But unfortunately, Mullen decided to challenge this. She was not a true believer in the wireless <laughs> uh, charger uh, rumors. Because she mm-hmm. finally so, places her phone perfectly every see, single night. Uh, there's no need for this. <laughs> there's no need she for could not see a need. That's when we get, we get too personally caught up in our own biases and it costs <laughs> us points. So, uh, unfortunately, when you do a challenge, you're always taking a, a risk, and mm-hmm. the whole point is that it is risky, and when it doesn't pay off, you lose points. <laughs> so, 5.4 points deducted from Mullen's mm-hmm. total. And I picked uh, Mullen's pick, which was the no, no new chargers in the iPhones, mm-hmm. which was correct. So, I got 5.4 points mm-hmm. also. So, so got every single thing correct every single one <laughs> i got everything correct but because uh and we will we'll go over the rest of the points but but I, spoiler alert because i didn't have any wild card picks um i am not the winner yeah so mm-hmm. uh starting with 13.1 points zach next Ooh. uh with 14 <laughs> <laughs> insert fanfare here <laughs> Uh, next, Malin got, uh, 14.8 points. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I snuck in there. I'm not, I'm not really, uh, competing directly, but just for the sense of honor, I, I got, uh, 24.3 points. Keep Which in mind, it's easier for me. Honor. It is, but it's mm. easier for me because all I have to do is pick the one that I think is most, uh, likely. Mm. In theory, I should get full points every time we do this because, and the fact that I haven't <laughs> thus far is pretty sad. Well, that just shows how bad we are, right? All of us, none of us have good enough picks if for you to get the single point, yeah. you know? Yep, yep, yep. Um, but Kai squeezed out a couple extra points and got 25.3 points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, Kai, in theory, you know, he got zero points for the 6.1 round, but that same round he got a challenge correct 6.1 points. So mm-hmm. all things normally being equal, Kai and I would have the exact same number of mm-hmm. points because mm-hmm. we both sort of got the, got the full points per round. Mm-hmm. But because my picks give everyone a point or two um which sorry if 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 you if you didn't listen to last episode you don't understand what i'm talking about i apologize but uh my picks give everyone else a a point Mm -hmm. and so kai got one extra point Mm -hmm. so in theory i had it within my power to uh prevent kai from winning Mm -hmm. by simply awarding my points to other people but I don't play that but way. Then I try to. Also, had you not picked me in your 6.1 point amateur round, you would have had to pick either Marlins or Zach's wild card, which they both didn't get any points for. So you would have actually lost 6.1 points for that round. Yes. So mm-hmm. Very you only, good point. So you, you were actually in a situation, had you known this entire outcome, they could either pick to make me win and make you uh, lose 6.1 points or become second place by making me win. So Right, right. So maybe that's what happened, actually. Mm. Now I'm, I'm going to revise mm. history. I'm going to say that all along, <laughs> I didn't want Kai to win, and I only grudgingly picked his pick <laughs> for the 6.1 round because I knew Mullen and Zach's picks were uh, <laughs> unlikely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I actually think this is pretty fair because you can pick from us and therefore we get an extra point. I think this all makes sense. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Winner of the game who thinks it's very fair. See, uh, what, does I, everyone, I, what does everyone else think? Does everyone else think it was very fair? Isn't it always the case that the winners make up the rules? So. No, I think it was fine. Like, uh, I think what, what I shot myself in the foot was my... Uh, both my wild card, but also the challenge uh, of Zach's pick. I think if I wouldn't have challenged that one, mm. which uh, we don't even need to challenge. I just thought I need to challenge someone because that makes the game more fun. And look how fun I had. <laughs> so there we go. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess in some ways the game was won and lost by by challenges, right? Yeah, it would have been yeah. very different if Kai had lost his challenge or if mm. Malin had won her challenge. Yeah. See, that's what we get for all those rules. Aren't they fun and exciting? Yeah. Mm. I, I think it was that was a good. Good prediction. That's so, um, so I think next time my note will be that we should add more rules. <laughs> I mean, we, we already have, we haven't shared it with anyone else yet, but we already have additional rules for the November event. So there will, there will be more fun to be you had. Start writing those down, down because not can really. I, can remember. I make a request? Uh, 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 you can make a request. Well, th- there you go. <laughs> I I I I think uh, you know four rounds was was interesting, uh, but I I think we could stand to to up up the roundage back to uh, you know uh, a, a number that allows a, a little more risk taking picks and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> especially for the Mac one, I think all of us probably already have ten rounds worth of of things we want to put into our wish list. So I do think uh this this particular round was different because we all had a pretty good idea of what will happen based on leaks mm-hmm. and multiple 
pretty high reliable leakers for lack of a better word having predicted the same things so i I felt like this one was kind of considering that all of us got pretty much all of our picks Mm. uh it's it's that's not happening a lot Mm. and had we had more rounds we would have just had more things being wrong because there was just not more we 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 essentially talked about everything that was actually announced yeah yeah apart from 5g did you know there's 5g (laughs) even that had had we been forced to make more predictions we would have said 5g i think all of us had 5g on our list where we thought giving all the things that's that's too boring to pick but had had Adam forced us to pick two more things, I think we would have all <laughs> picked 5G as part of that, right? Yeah, but I think some things that many of us were interested in picking that we talked a bit about after the episode, like, oh, why didn't we pick those things? It's like AirTags and Apple TV, for example. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think about those two? Like, why are there, where are those AirTags? Are they going to happen? Because for, like when you saw the home setup they had, it sort of felt like that whole set would be perfect. You know, probably reuse that set. Yeah. I, I think that's a set that will reuse mm. in the future. And I mean, AirTags to me now seems like it's it's more of a step-by-step process for Apple where now if people get more HomePods and, and those kind of things, they have U1 chips. The more U1 chips you have in your environment, the more mm-hmm. accurate you can locate things, right? Mm. Um, like with, with triangulation, I know it's they're a bit different with the ultra wideband stuff but in theory if you have multiple anchors in in your world you will be more accurately be able to say where things are and if apple does anything like an ar overlay to to make your keys blink to show where they are under which couch cushion having extra devices in your home and making that apple is really good at selling those kind of ecosystems Mm -hmm. if you already have the speakers that you bought for speakers now you're you're also really accurate getting really accurate indoor finding for your for your air tags you know that that does make sense from a story perspective for apple so i'm still expecting those to come and the more infrastructure people have in their homes the better that experience will be on day one and there's probably a story related to air tags related to you not being at home um but that's less relevant right now so yeah, if apple yeah. had to to cut something that seems like a good thing to to postpone further mm-hmm. you know i don't think the stock price uh plummets because apple didn't announce AirTags yet again right um well i'm gonna be scarred for a while <laughs> <laughs> just um, like air power so I, I i do think those things will come right new apple tv i don't think this is the last apple tv we'll ever see that we're that apple selling right yeah, now yeah yeah, I do wonder if it's something related to um, them wanting to promote... I think we might have spoken about this, that they might want to promote uh, TV shows at the mm. same time. And at the moment, with COVID going on, maybe the TV show schedule is out of whack from what mm. they were planning. Uh, so it might be something like that. Or they're waiting to for the next event so that they can have like um, Macs and, uh, and the TV content. So it's not just a Mac event, because mm. everyone might not be excited about Macs. But yeah, I think it will be Macs and... So far, all those events were always kind of a two-step thing, mm. right? With um, uh, iPads and watches. Now we had iPhones and HomePod. And the next one will be Macs and maybe, like, accessories. Mm. <laughs> you know, maybe that's when we're actually getting the, the headphones or the AirTags or the... I mean, the Apple TV is kind of more an accessory than... I mean, technically, it's a platform, but it's definitely more of the kind of sidekick to your other devices. Mm-hmm. So uh, um, I'm very excited about the November event, just to see what Apple does with with 
ARM chips in in their own devices for for Macs. Hmm. I have a challenge right. for you. Double points. This is this is the, the, the we're we're referring to the November event because we all know that there's going to be uh, new ARM Macs announced because Apple yeah. said there's going to be something announced mm. this year. Mm. And the rumors are currently it's not official, mm. but uh, November, I think 17th mm-hmm. is the rumor date. And it seems reasonable. We're almost certain it's going to happen in, in November. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's been a few rumors about what the ARM Macs are, but still we're in that like vague, it could be anything. We have, we have, we kind of have no idea. Even mm-hmm. if we believe we know what models are going to be, we don't, uh, what's it going to look like? Mm. What if my challenge to you is uh, what if what if you did a uh, prediction episode uh, sooner rather than later? <laughs> that would require I, I think, planning on our side. Though, well, for example, I think if you did a prediction episode based uh, knowing what little we know now, yeah. like a week from now, I think that would be incredibly interesting because uh, it would not just be like, oh, we've heard yes, mm-hmm. German mm-hmm. leaked this and that and the other thing. Uh, it would really just have to be like uh, you'd you'd almost. Uh, mm-hmm. It would be less based on rumors and more based on just uh, creative thinking. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I know you I won't do, do it, do but like that's that. my challenge. No, yeah. I think that's a good, good, good challenge mm. because I do think this one in particular was very much like, all right, let's go through through the list, pick them in order, and it was more who gets to pick which which thing that will happen first. <laughs> yeah, well, it would yeah. be a lot more fun to hear. But then we also got to get your crazy ideas in there more. So I think that that would also need to change the world so you can make bold predictions yourself as well, because I want to hear your crazy ideas. Um, and considering that it would require a rule change, I'm all in on, on this challenge. <laughs> all right. All right. And um, well, I've heard Zach likes Max as well. So uh, I think that would be fun to to be a bit more... What what what's Greenfield? What what would Max look like if we would make Max with those chips now? Hmm. Yeah, no, it will be fun. Sign up for that. that. Um, maybe not next cool. week, but but in the nearer future, then right. Uh, the November is, you don't 12th. have you don't yeah yeah you don't have to wait for the actual yeah. a date mm-hmm. of the announcement to be made. Where because now you know they'll announce it a week before, and then by then we'll know everything. Yeah, I'm up for that. Mm. Ooh, Sounds cool. fun. Cool. All right. Any last thoughts? Which color should I get for the mini? Red. Blue. Green. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll go black then. Oh. Black's not a color. You ask what color. <laughs> no, I'm actually... It's the safe choice. I'm either going... See, I don't really... Uh, I I very much like the material, like the, the kind of... What is it? Like the frosted... And the- glass on the uh pro models i've i i like that a lot like i i find this phone insanely nice with its kind of frosted glass back um you're not getting that on either of them do you yeah you get that on the pros um i don't like it on the non-pros um you get get frosted glass around the cameras yeah i know you can can get this to flip but it's i do like the the large Mm. surface being frosted i think you should go with the blue one um i would probably go with red myself or potentially green or potentially blue but (laughs) you should probably go with the blue one so you you pick one of them um i'm looking forward to see people having the 12 like an actual like youtube reviews or something because we've not seen a lot Mm. of those phones which is surprising that apple has not released more imagery on those phones considering that we don't have a chance of seeing Mm -hmm. other people having hands on Usually Apple event, right? Apple event, hands-on area, and then you have like a billion different angles and pictures of those phones. Without hands-on, you don't really have that. So I don't know what the blue will look like in 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 real life. Does it look more? Have you seen the ocean? Yeah, 
But it, uh, this one isn't Pacific. Oh, this sorry, sorry. This one's just blue. J- just blue. Oh, but blue is quite a range. Yeah. What? So yeah. I'm I'm not against the blue, but if it's too light a blue, I don't I don't think I'm I'm up for that. I don't really want a black, and I don't like like it's a, not too light of a blue. There, I helped you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm looking at another website, if, it's not. If it's if it's navy of a blue, I, I I'd be up for that. If it's any lighter than navy, I, I don't think I want that. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Difficult choice. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Stop. Today we're bringing five G. Five G. Five G. Five G. Is the five G. Five G networks.